<clears throat> Good afternoon, everybody. Thank you so much for listening. We are the real pineapple, and this is Hunter here, and I'm here with Colin. Colin, how are you doing, sir? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. How are you? Uh, I'm I'm a little upset. I'm gonna be totally honest. So, uh, we are talking about Unforgettable, which there is more irony in that title than <laughs> than most of you will ever know. Uh, this is. The only thing, oh man, okay. I, so, Colin, you didn't see this. You yeah, were... I didn't even hear about this. I didn't get. I didn't hear it. Like, uh, I didn't see any trailers advertised, any any commercials. Like when you mentioned it, I was like, what What is that movie? Yeah, the only reason I know what this is is because when I went to go see Fate of the Furious, uh, they had the they had the trailer for it before, uh-huh. and I just went this. I I, I sat there and I thought this movie can't. This can't be a thing. Even though I saw a trailer, it was like that first time I saw a trailer for Jack and Jill. I just thought there's no goddamn way a studio is dumb enough to make this movie. And let alone with Catherine Teigl, who just had that uh, CBS sh- like lawyer show. She had doubt canceled after like three episodes because she's just the worst. Um, <laughs> the thing, is, so so uh, your your lovely wife, uh, your wife um, Nikki, she watches. <laughs> she, she <laughs> thank you. Uh, she watches Grey's Anatomy, right? Yeah, yeah, she's always watched it. Because I know Katherine Heigl was on there for a while, and that's where most people, you know, know her from. Um, so she gets off of Grey's uh, Anatomy, and then she goes and does Knocked Up, which I think a lot of people hate on because it came after 40-Year-Old Virgin. I really enjoy Knocked Up quite a bit, and uh, I think that's the one time I thought Katherine Heigl was okay in something. Because after that, everything I've seen her in has just been dog shit. Um, from, um, uh, The Ugly Truth immediately comes to mind, that, uh, that terrible movie with, uh, Gerard Butler. Yeah, that one's horrible. Yeah, that was really bad. Uh, of course, she was in the classic, um, she was in the classic, uh, God, what's that movie? Not Knocked Up, uh, Killers with Ashton Kutcher, where she plays a spy. Uh, oh, she, terrible. Um, the one I remember where I just went, I'm fucking dumb with this bitch, was, uh, One for the Money, where she plays that detective. Uh, it, it's got the guy from uh, Rescue Me. I can't think of the guy's name, but it was a, it was an atrocious movie. And I remember I just I threw in the towel after that. Um, yeah, she, she sucks. Uh, so I'm I understand why she would be in something like this because this is you know, this screams you know straight to red box after you know a terrible failed movie run. But why is Rosario Dawson in this? I I mean I know she's not making, you know, like, hit movies all the time, but she's been working for a while, and she's, you know, she's making that Marvel Marvel Netflix money, and, you know, I just, I don't get why she's in this, but uh, to give you the quickest, and, and I, I will promise I will try to make this as quick as possible, uh, rundown, Katherine Heigl plays, uh, God, what's her name, Tess, I think it is, Tess, Tessel, uh, Tessa, pardon me, Who's the ex-wife of uh, of David? Who's played by a Jeff Sh- uh, Slut? Uh, Slut? Uh, it's you could pronounce it Sluts the way it's read, but anyways, uh, <laughs> no, because it, it's S L U L T S. So it's S T U L T S. It's Stoltz. Oh wow. Okay, I am high. Okay, whatever. <laughs> I prefer. I prefer but we'll, we'll just go with Jeff Sluts. I prefer I like that better. I prefer, I prefer Sluts in this case. Yeah. Uh, so but, Jeff sluts. Yeah, Jeff, Jeff's a giant <laughs> slut, but, uh, but, but he is—he was in—he um, was the dude. Uh, he was in 
God damn it. He's in Wedding Crashers. He's like part of the uh, of the uh, wedding party from Mary Starts. And he's in uh, She's Out oh, of the League. He's a random guy in that movie. Yeah, and uh, he's one of the main guys in I Hope They Serve Beer in Hell, which I actually was probably the one thing I liked him in. But he, he is just... I don't know, man. He's just a he's like a charismaless vacuum. Just just nothing works with this dude. And so the plot of this, Catherine Heigl's character Tessa cheats on him, but they end up having a kid. The the, the timelines all off in this too, but they end up having a kid to try to save their marriage or she, you know, fucks him a bunch so that she can have a kid because he's well off. <laughs> And then they get divorced anyway, and so they have this little girl named Lily, and basically he says, we're done, it's over, and then he meets uh, Julia, who's played by Rosario Dawson, who's a um, a blogger editor, which I don't know, I highly doubt that's a, I highly doubt that's a thing, but that's her, that's her job, and so she gets to just kind of work whenever, so she moves from... Wherever she's at originally, I don't think they even fucking say, to, I believe, Los Angeles, and they start living together. And so there's immediate tension between Tessa and Julia, you know, it's the whole, you know, you stole my man even though I cheated on him. Uh, <laughs> so, fuck you, I'm not gonna let you do anything, you know, and try to ruin whatever this is. So, it's about Tessa being a crazy bitch, basically, and trying to ruin their relationship. So... So you you've seen Fatal Attraction, right? Yeah, yeah, of course. So so the thing about Fatal Attraction is that going close, you know, at the beginning of the movie, she's just like, hey, you know, like, let, let you know, just let's just fuck a couple times, and you know, that'll be that, you know. And she's she she seems as cool as someone who's willing to, uh, you know, solicit an affair, you know, <laughs> would be. But so when she goes crazy at the end, you go, oh wow, you you kind of. I mean, you kind of deserve this. You cheat on your freaking wife, but you know, as far as for going crazy, you couldn't have called that. There is no point in this movie where Tessa doesn't seem insane. From the moment they show her, she's doing that fucking like Stepford wife, like the way she's brushing her hair, like she's counting the strokes in her head. It's really fucking creepy, and everyone just kind of acts like, oh, she's fine, you know, whatever. Why would anyone? <laughs> why would anyone call her on her shit? But she's insane from the moment you see her. It, which makes it even more hilarious when Julia, uh, Rosario Dawson's character, she's talking about how, oh my god, she did this to screw with me, she did this to screw with me, and uh, Jeff Sluts is just like, oh, come on, she's not that bad, <laughs> you know, whatever, like, stop being, yeah. stop, stop being black and paranoid, I mean, he doesn't say that, but he might as well say that, but, d dude, okay, so here's the thing, I, I was one of three people in the theater waiting for to go see this and the other two people did not walk in until the movie was starting like genius. what 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 time did you go and see it i saw it at 11 45 so this was enough time yeah. for people to get up but yeah this movie i i heard it didn't make a lot of money and i i am not fucking surprised but the thing about this is that this is worse than this is worse than 50 shades darker and the reason why it's really the reason why it's worse than Fifty Shades Darker is because Fifty Shades Darker I can at least laugh at a little bit. I, I felt genuine anger watching this. I, I really did. I was sitting here, and, and I think another reason is because it's Rosario Dawson. Like if they're you know if it was like Chris Pratt and 
I don't know, Brie Larson, which I would watch, uh, in Fifty Shades Darker, y you know, you'd be more upset because it's, you know, it's actors that you like, you, you know, and, like, they should be yeah. doing better by them. That's how I felt watching this. Uh, Rosario Dawson, she, between this and Iron Fist, bl bless her heart, the last couple projects she's had, uh, Iron Fist sucks, by the way, but she, she is trying. She's trying to make this mayonnaise sandwich of a movie she's been given into a four-course meal. She's trying so hard to drag whatever you can out of this really stilted, shitty dialogue, and she's trying to go ahead and have some uh, some chemistry with the leading, the with jo Jeff Slutz or George, whatever the fuck his name, it doesn't matter, but but she's trying to have chemistry it with It doesn't him. matter what your name is! Well said. Um, but, but, it, it, but honestly, it doesn't matter, because the, the, so... As a tech nerd, I, I knew this would irritate you as soon as I told you because it irritated me. Uh, so the big – a lot of the movie hinges on the fact that um, Julia was in a past domestic relationship, right, with uh, this guy. I, I can't remember. Uh, Miguel, we'll just call him. It doesn't – whatever. Um, but he um, – I think it's Michael. Michael Vargas, that's it. Yeah, there you go. So uh, Miguel, close enough. But um, Yeah, yeah. But uh, they, she was in a big uh, domestic uh, big domestic abuse uh, relationship with him. So, you know, her getting, moving and all that, that was kind of part of that. So uh, a big part of this movie hinges on this super website that Catherine Heigl's Tessa is able to access where she just types something into Google, goes on this records website, pulls all of Julia's information, her social security card, uh, her date of birth. <laughs> all this shit is just on this website that you can access for free, fucking apparently. And so she uses that to create a fake Facebook. And then she uses the fake Facebook to reach out to Michael, the abusive ex, to say, hey, babe, I miss you. Here's where I live. Not thinking about the fact that her daughter stays over there sometimes so he could just show up and kill everyone, but what the fuck ever. Uh, not only is that website concept insane, but Colin, the movie starts off with um julia rosario dawson's character being questioned and so they're saying hey you know this guy ended up dead and you're sending him all of his messages and all this shit the first thing i thought wouldn't you check the ip address wouldn't that genuinely be the first fucking thing you would do if you're leading an investigation with this girl and they yeah leave, and they let her leave like nothing they're like oh this is all circumstantial even though you know your hands, in theory, were the only ones on the blade, and the fact that there's blood all over and this guy's dead, and that you're sending him his messages, but we don't have any real hard evidence, so we're gonna let you go. And then it just kind of meanders until, you know, the, the end comes. So, two good things about this movie. Uh, you get to see Rosario Dawson, you know, in, like, cut-off jean shorts, and, you know, she to, and, and, dude, I'm, I'm going here with it, because this movie gave me nothing. Uh, so, you get to see her in that, like, some tight dresses, and she has this one sex scene, which, by the way, is hotter than anything in Fifty Shades Darker, and there's no nudity in the sex scene, but she just starts going to town on uh, Jeff Slutz or George Slutz, whatever, and um, it's only, like, a minute, but I went, oh, wow, that was hotter than anything I saw in those however many sex scenes from Fifty Shades Darker, and then um, Catherine Heigl, because she's been messaging, you know, Michael, saying, hey, you know, I need you to come here. Just one night rambling, she goes, I, I, I want you. I want you so bad. And so she breaks into uh, Julia and her ex's house and steals a pair of her panties and, like, 
sends him a picture, and so which is creepy and just a whole other thing. And so she starts fingering herself to the concept that he wants to fuck Julia, which is just really creepy when you think about it. Those were the, that was the one time I felt any genuine emotion towards this movie besides anger. Uh, there, there's nothing about this man. I mean, I was sitting there watching it, and I thought. Me, you know, because I love bad movies. I I love bad movies, and this is this is bad in a way that it's gonna be on the list. There's no goddamn way it won't be. I, I don't think there will be nine worse movies that will come out than this. Um, Catherine Heigl just proves that she should not be starring in anything. By the way, she gets top billing over Rosario Dawson, which is fucking laughable. How the fuck did that happen? But. It just really shows Rosario Dawson is uh, not Rosario Dawson. Uh, Catherine Heigl is just unlikable and not fun, and she just seems like a total cunt in every scene she's in, and it feels like life imitating art. So just to get to my rate, oh, before I get to my rating, so this was at like a, a D minus for me, right? Like the whole way through, this is what kicked it to a go fuck yourself for me. Um, so, the end of the movie is Rosario Dawson and Captain Heigl getting this big cat fight, you know, they're throwing each other into the, the, the wall and shit, and so, um, there's a point where, uh, Rosario Dawson's, uh, Julia, she has a knife, and she's like, you know, back up, back up, and so, at that point, Captain Heigl's Tessa sees her face in the mirror and is like, oh my god, what's happened to me, and so she hugs Julia, so she impales herself on the knife, and like as she's dying, is like, tell Lily not to remember her mother like this, and then she dies, right? And so the next scene, the way the movie ends, is they have moved to San Francisco, way better than L.A. Uh, so she moves to San Francisco with the slut and, <laughs> and his daughter, and they're in this new house, and they're fixing it up, blah, blah, blah. And the grandma shows up, and she's like, I'm here, Lily, I'm home, and I'll never leave you again, or something to that effect, and Julia's like, don't, like, oh my god, she's here, and so, they're setting up for the grandma to be the villain in the next one, <laughs> it's so stupid, it's so dumb, god damn it, so, yeah, Colin, in case it wasn't clear, this is a go fuck yourself, I yeah, I think I got that, <laughs> I, I, I hated this so much, man, and, the thing is, I wasn't even really mad until, like, the second half of the movie where logic just becomes so absent. It, it's it's borderline a Fast and Furious movie, except I didn't have fun. That, that, that's really how I felt about it. So, yeah. Yeah, it was really bad. So, uh, I don't know how high this will be on my top ten, but uh, it, uh, it, will be, it will be very high up there. I actually want to see what this made. Um, by the way, it's at a... Um, I believe it's at a 25% on Rotten Tomatoes right now. It's not doing so hot. Uh, yeah, 25%. Um, so, yeah, Unforgettable. Let's let's see what this made. It looks like it made $4.8 million. Well, good. Hopefully it makes nothing more. <laughs> Just so bad. But, uh, yeah, don't see this. I mean, it'll end up on Netflix in three months probably. So, if you really need to see this, then wait till when. And hey, you know, then you can see Catherine Heigl in tight outfits. And that's about all this movie's good for is seeing uh, Rosario Dawson and Catherine Heigl be hot. That's really it. Um, <laughs> it Catherine I, Heigl doesn't even like look hot anymore. Yeah, she, she looks 
Like, I'm sure it's intentional in this movie, but she looks, like, super old. And, like, her straightened hair look, yeah, she she's not doing it. Okay, so, actually, okay, you know what, before, before we wrap up here, there was one scene I actually laughed at in a nervous way. So there's a scene where um, the daughter, Lily, is uh, on this horse, and this is after the scene where uh, Catherine Heigl's Tessa just rips us into Rosario Dawson. Um, it was really like, damn, okay. And so Lily's on this horse, and she's like, I don't like this, I'm not comfortable. And Tessa's like, this is a brand new horse, you're going to like it, you'll be fine. And so Julia's like, goes, you're not, she's not comfortable. Like, we're going to go, this, it's David's day. And there's this really tense scene where, like, Lily's looking down at Julia like, I want to get off, but I know I shouldn't. And then Captain Heigl's Tessa looks up at her. It pretty much says, bitch, if you get off that fucking horse. And then they might, they should have cut to the horse, like, get off of me, please. Rrr. That's what they should have done. Oh, my God. <laughs> you like my horse down there? But... That was great. That was a good that was a solid horse. Thank you. Thank you. Um, but that scene was great for tension because the little girl was just really fucking, uh, like, nerves that she should be. So that, I'll give them that one scene. But everything else was some bullshit. So, or as a horse would say, bullshit. But, uh, anyway, but anyways, guys, uh, have you unfortunately seen uh, Unforgettable? It, it's a very uh, forgettable movie. Uh, let us know in the comments below. You can like us here and follow us on SoundCloud at the Real Pineapple 775 You can follow yours truly on the Twitter at jhunterrealpineapple. You can follow Colin on Twitter at... The Real O'Neal. And you can go ahead and like us on Facebook uh, f uh, at uh, The Real Pineapple. Guys, thank you so much. This weekend, we will have a review up for Split because I finally got around to seeing that. I'm going to get that shit up. Um, I will also have my <laughs> long overdue uh, rant on what Fox can do to fix uh, the X-Men movies, especially with what they just announced with going with the dark phoenix saga again god damn it um and we'll also have a review up for the new emma watson movie oh my god uh that movie the circle with uh, tom hanks which i'm actually super fucking pumped for so guys thank you so much we'll talk to you soon